Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Crowd cheers. Here's Siddle. He's got celebrations of the Two Slips in the Gully podcast. I'm joined by Aaron. How are you, mate? I think you just summed it up very nicely. I'm, I'm still buzzing. And Craig, how are you, buddy? Yeah, pumped. Pumped, boys. What what a win. That is number six. Can I hear it again, guys? Number six. You know how many, te- how many World Cups were won by every single other country in the world up until now? Six. Just seven. Seven. Just oh, seven. seven. Sorry. Just Sorry, seven. I forgot England's one. Oh, yeah. So six in a drawn <laughs> Everyone <one>. does. <laughs> <laughs> so then Australia reclaims its stranglehold on the trophy that it has basically just come to own and lease out every now and then to other nations of the world with a, just a phenomenal performance um, in the World Cup final. We'll briefly touch on the, the semifinals. Uh, I thought India were incredibly clinical and New Zealand, by the same token, were very brave. And mm-hmm. as we, as we would expect. Semi-final. It had to be early or nothing for the Cowboys against India, and they just couldn't get through that at top order. No, that, that was the key. And yeah. um, But, but oh, what what an innings by Big Daz. Like, yeah. uh, uh, you know, just, you know, he, he fought fought right to the end. Um, unfortunately, he just couldn't get anyone there, there to stay There was a point him, you know? in, during that Williamson-Darrell um, Mitchell partnership where I'm like, these guys might actually do this. They might chase down four hundred in a semi four. Yeah. And then and then Williams nah, out ever, of mid wicket, and I'm yeah. like, "What are you doing, Kane? What are yeah, you doing?" Yeah. In that sort of situation, you're only ever one wicket away from. Yeah. You know, once you've and, lost that momentum, you're done. And that's right. I actually thought because they were um, well behind the eight ball yeah. in terms of run rate, but you could tell it's just let's keep wickets in hand. We'll launch yeah. at the end, and then once you 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 lost Kane, who was just starting to go. You couldn't then afford to start again with the next bloke in, no. so that, and that's exactly what's happened. I think for most of this World Cup is, you know, teams will put on a really big score batting first, and then there'll be a pretty decent start, and then you just lose that one wicket at the wrong time, and then you're like, oh, we've got to be going at nine, sustaining the game, and the new guys come out and go too hard too early, yeah. and and that's exactly what happened to New Zealand yeah. in that mm-hmm. one, but. Very brave the whole way through. Quite easily could have just fell in a heap. I think I ended up losing by about 50 runs, wasn't it? 50, uh, 60, 60 runs? runs, I think it was. In a 400-run chase. In a 400-run chase. Yeah, not yeah. bad, though. Like, but they always fight the Kiwis. They're never, 
They're never out of it. Well, um, they never think they're out of it. No. That's it, the thing. And they, they have that mentality, do they? Don't no. they? They're just... Just a really good cricket side yeah. led by a really accomplished captain and player who um, obviously gets the best out of um, his players that, you know, probably aren't to a greater standard as what, you know, maybe the Indias and the Australias have, but he seems to get the most yeah, out of them. Yeah, they're a team Kane. that you would say are greater than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, if you look at that team, okay, and we'll, we'll probably discuss this later, if you look at that team and put all the other teams up against it, who who would in that New Zealand team would make the Indian team? Who in that New yeah, Zealand team to, would make the Australian team? To seal something from Joe Root, man for man, you yeah. would say individually a lot of those times those individuals would, you know, you know, for example, you know, Southie and... Bolt versus say Boomer and Shammy, you would yeah. take Boomer and Shammy. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, you, would you take Shayus Iyer over Daryl Mitchell in a one day? Uh, that could be a coin flip yeah. considering their records. You know, mm-hmm. um, Conway and um, oh, for the life of me, I can't remember their other opener. Um, well, Shulman Gill. Yeah, Conway versus Gill and Sharma versus um, um, Ravindra. 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 You yeah. would you would take yeah. the Indians again. You yeah. would probably take Warner and Head over. But they just seem to be. Although these guys he's that... been a fine Ravindra. Oh yeah, know, for this he, World Cup. Isn't well, he well, a good he, He's he's very very good. Um, he seems to me like the kind of guy that would um, certainly relish a subcontinent, you know, Test tour. You know, by New Zealand, yeah. um, he's certainly going to help that team. I think he's also certainly got himself some type of IPL contract in the next IPL draft, considering the performances on those surfaces in limited overs, white ball formats. I mean, those days are pretty much interchangeable. Yeah, to a, to a certain extent, if you're if you're going at you're scoring 170 balls in uh, one that you know 50 over game, you can do something similar in a in a T20 game. Yes. So, it's it's yeah he's probably he's one of the fines of the tournament without a doubt. Um, Shifting to the uh, the other side, um, yeah. Coley got that bug off his back. He finally contributed in a big way in a in a knockout game, a semi final, got him yeah. through, and it was it was a very good innings. Admittedly, you know, India weren't were were going along nicely. There wasn't a heap of pressure, but yeah, he's come in and he's made sure that he run the gauntlet on that innings and, and really put them in a position to, to dominate the game, which is and isn't it an interesting I mean we can we all have our views on Virat Kohli, but he's gone past action ten Dorker in two hundred less innings than what Ten Dorker played. Oh Kohli like it's only Viv. Yeah. It's only Viv ahead of Coley in one-day cricket. Mm-hmm. Coley's achievements in one-day cricket. I mean, there's been a bit of a blight in the last few World Cups where he has gone missing in games where India have really needed him to take the scruff of the neck of the game and, mm-hmm. and get him through a semi-final. But bilateral games, like the man averages nearly 60 over the course of his entire career, batting at three where you wouldn't expect that to be sort of plumped up by a lot of not outs. You know, no. he's batting at the top. He's got He the, actually has an extraordinary amount of not outs as somebody who bats that high in the order. And he's, you know, he, he's got know, the most hundreds by anyone chasing. Yeah, I think exactly. like 26 hundreds he's And got a lot of chasing. those are not outs as well. So, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, I, look he, he's, he's a very special player. Um, look, I, I love Coley, um, and the reason being is that he he developed that Australian mentality when he was a young up-and-coming captain of that Indian side, and he ingrained that into this current Indian side that they've got now and, and these new guys coming through. 
you know, it just a, you know, it's a change of mentality, you know, a winning mentality, you know, that, that, that we, and never say die, you know, we'll fight till the end, you know, and really drove athleticism in the field. Yes. India yeah. were always notorious. Well, they're now world class fielding. At, at, oh, they are now. They, they are. You know, you look at guys like Jadeja. But even and Jadeja's one of the finest fielders you'll ever see. They just throw themselves around at the ball. But you ask Javagal Srinath to do that. <laughs> oh no, no, there's yeah. none of that happening. But even know? going back to like the the Dravid Ganguly VVS Laxman days, India still were not a good. Like it's it's only been very very recent that India have turned into a fielding powerhouse. Like you're talking 10, 15 years ago, they were still a middle of like there were some individually brilliant fielders. Yeah. Yep. But as a fielding unit, you would say that they were no better than middle of the pack. And mm. it's just, and it really was Coley coming in and getting that his hands on that leadership role, which has said. You know, teams are, are beating us by yep. you know saving 15, 20, 30 extra runs in the field. Like and that's I think, a you know, if you save thirty runs in the field, that's a you know a decent yeah. one day international batsman. I mean, Glenn Glenn Maxwell averages in the low thirties. Yeah, that's right. So if you're saving an extra batsman's worth of runs, and then just and then you all of a sudden you know Gill is an incredible fielder, Coley, Jadeja, they're yeah. like there's plenty of guys there that carry their own mm. weight in the field. Oh, look, I'll, I'll I'll go back to talking fielding, especially when we talk about the final. Mm. Um, but um, just on Coley, you know, I think I think the only one downside to Coley is that he's probably done it in an era of bowlers that, to, to me anyway, and I've watched a lot of cricket. I, you know, you go back to your early two thousands, you know, mid two thousands. There were world-class bowlers everywhere. I don't think there's that amount of world-class bowlers now as to what there was, you know, say back in the day of Tendulkar and, and, and the like. So I think that's, you know, the only thing for me, look, I don't deny Coley's achievements at all, but when it comes to doing it against the very best world-class bowlers, um Look, you can only play who you can play against. That that you know, and he's come up in an era that is probably lacking a good, genuine, world class depth, depth yeah, of bowling. The depth. Uh, but don't deny, I don't deny him anything. He's he's a world class player. That's that's the only thing I'll probably say when you're comparing run into, eras. That's all. Into the stains. Yeah, of the world. Oh, look, Ed, earlier in his career, there's no doubt that he, but he's probably getting those guys but, at the but, end but of their career. But, but, so, yeah, you're right. but he didn't is. play against a Warren. He didn't play against a Morley. He didn't play against a McGrath. He didn't play against, you know, a, a Donald or a Pollock or a, you know, no. these guys who are, you know, who are just superstars yeah. of bowling. You know, I, I would, I would agree. Like, I think that the only, the only bowler that would I think would fit in that ilk would be. Well, there'd be two. I would fit Cummins and I would fit Stain in that ilk of calibre of bowlers. The mm, way that Cummins at a test level, I don't would think not, I don't Cummins in a one day. But, no, but yeah, 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 at a test level, yep. Um, and that's but, probably but, yeah. You're but probably you, right. You, but you're sort of looking. They're the only two. Yeah, you know. Whereas <laughs> back in those you know Tendulkar's days, you had. You know, the Windy still had a strong bowling attack. Pakistan had an unreal unreal bowling attack. attack or was he Macram? You know, Wakar Yunus. Australia yeah. had a great one. Um, yeah, I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. That, that, that just 
it's it's not a it's not a you know it's not a blight on him as a no, player. It's just, just an observation. It's just an observation and a comparison towards what yeah you know others would have faced. Jumping over to the other final, which was very reminiscent at times of '99, <laughs> only 213 required for we the should, Aussies to win. I shouldn't win. be laughing, but um, yeah, sorry, South Africa. Uh, South Africa, you know, and I feel I don't. I think they probably would have batted anyway, but I, I think that the conditions. Made well, sure that they they like they've got to get runs on the board. If it gets rained out, we want to have we want to have the you know you don't want to be chasing the game in dr in um, Duckworth Lewis. So it sort of pinned them into we well, probably would have batted anyway. But if we were thinking about it, we may have tried to roll the Aussies early. Whereas because it was raining and we had to bat, and then Stark and Hazelwood and Cummins showed up with probably their best performances of the. The World Cup and had them four for not many, and, and just need... I think very possibly as a as a collective group in one day internationals, their very best performance ever. Oh, I, I think the final would go close. I reckon to their very best. Performance. Yeah, it, it, like it, they were more destructive in the semi because conditions suited yeah. more wicket taking bowling, but the the discipline that they showed yeah. to control the Indian strike rate, I think. But yes, the last the least these two games that they've Australia have played in the semi final and the final have probably been their best games as a bowling unit in... That first 15 overs was something special. Mm. It, it really was. In the semi? Uh, in the semi, yeah, yeah right. it was. Jeez, um, I have to I have to sort of talk about... In terms of who would have went through, it would have been South Africa if there was if some was, sort of rain issue. If it was issue, washed out washed with out no result, right? it would have been South Africa. So if I'm South Africa, I'm going... We we've got the best overhead conditions here at the moment. We don't have a real genuine swing bowl other than Janssen in our in our lineup. Let's try and get something out of this. Yeah. Like let's let's have a crack. Let's just let's just have a crack at these blokes. I think see they what they're made of. I, I think that and was a very very ordinary decision because you've got Stark, who is a world class swing bowler, playing in favourable conditions, and knocks over. Two yeah. of their of their of the top four, yeah, no, crazy. I think they crazy out, to me. I think they outfox themselves with mm. the rain. They've just gone. We need runs on the board because we don't want to be chasing a game on Duckworth Lewis. So they that overrided the play the game in front of you because yeah. I think if there was if it was those conditions and they knew that they were definitely going to get a result, they probably would have bowled. So you heat that pressure on their batting lineup, but you also, the Australian bowlers, heat that pressure on yeah. by keeping it tight, keeping it really, really economical and taking regular wickets. Oh, the, the That's control just, that they that, showed that, was... That, that was just yeah. the explosion. Yeah. And then Miller comes out, yeah. and Miller does Miller things. How like, good was that? Mate, in, he, so? he is... He's a bona fide superstar, that bloke. He he, he is a I, I genuine that it, I know it was superstar. a losing effort, but I think that's probably his finest one-day international innings. No doubt. Um, and he's played some. He's played and some he's, crackers. He's played some crackers. Um, I, I don't mean that lightly. No. Like that was a, he gave them a fighting chance. Another 20, 30 runs, and Australia might have been in a bit of trouble. Yeah, and, and, and again, they've unearthed you know some really, really good cricketers in this... But but they unearthed, they unearthed them probably in that straight an Australian series you know where they came from you know two nil down or three nil down or something in that series, yeah, and to, series to win the yeah, series yeah. you know that they unearthed some really really good cricketers there and then you know they they obviously took that form into the World Cup and and good on them they they I hope that they're going to be a force we 
we really need because I'm I'm very worried about what I've seen from both Australia and India that that it's just going to be that you know for the oh, next it's, it's whatever it's very much trending in the way it just, not just one day cricket but globally it's going to be England Australia and India and then whatever's left over just grab whatever you can because yeah. there's not going to be a lot for you and it's it, that's disappointing to me but you know there's sprouts there with South Africa there's sprouts there with New Zealand let's Sri hope Sri Lanka that, as yeah, well Sri Lanka yeah I think look, they were probably a little bit I was disappointed in, in I their was performance very disappointed but I couldn't I believe think, how bad I think they went. The, the, the talent is there they just weren't able to put it together on that big stage. Um, I'm not sure whether there's internal issues or whatever, but you clearly see when yeah, they there play... There are huge internal issues there. Yeah. I think they're now... Yeah, which is been which, suspended by the ICC, haven't small they? Small segue. South, uh, Sri Lanka have been suspended for whatever reasons they've got for governmental interference so they get their, their, their shit together. Afghanistan... Nearly made the semis. Uh, flagrantly flaunting the ICC membership criteria. Not a word spoken. Uh, Moving on yeah, past that. Yeah, past just that. driving by that. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't think we can go on and talk about the final just yet without giving some superlatives to Quinton de Kock, who is retiring at the end of that, retired at the end of that semi-final. He is um, He's an absolute megastar of the one-day international game. He's just game. an absolute player. Yeah, yeah. look, great, great one-day 2020 player. Um didn't probably transfer into the test arena so much. Still a fairly um, respectable thing. It's 38. Yeah, yeah he, keeping it. He kept, he's actually, you know, and I guess there's not really a way that you can really use statistics to rate wicket keepers, but he was taking wickets like dismissals at a faster rate and a significantly faster rate than Mark Boucher, who is yeah. considered there. The, the test wicketkeeper from South Africa is Mark Boucher. They ended up playing the same amount of games. He leaves him behind by about 115 dismissals or something like that. Yeah, so, and that's interesting because, you know, Boucher had uh, a fair few nice bowlers to keep yeah. behind as well. So, um, so but yeah. yeah, so yeah, an absolutely incredible player, ridiculous stroke maker. Well, you know, he's still young, so I'm assuming we're going to see him ply his trade uh, maybe for the, the T20 international oh, yeah. side for South Africa ahead of their... Um, the 2024 World Cup, and we'll obviously see him gracing the uh, IPL and the uh, Major League Cricket. Well, surely it's great like to see blokes like that hit the BPL. You know, well, he's I, over. He's playing for the, the the BBL this year. He'll play the first half before going over yeah, to play okay. the SA20. Yeah, okay. Uh, who's he playing for? Renegades. So, and they've got a double okay. round one for Super Coach. Get on him. Yeah, oh, right. Well, he, he's locked into my side. Done. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely phenomenal player. Um, and, you know, I think we talked about it before, while there is probably a little bit of looking after his back pocket by getting a lot of international commitments out of the way to be the, the travelling Premier uh, you know Premier League gunner that he is. Yeah. Um, he's also made that decision because he knows that he's not going to be playing in the next World Cup. You probably can't blame blokes so who are at the end of their cricketing career to do that, especially with the amount of money that's on offer now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is that good that he demands it, so... Nah, good on him. He's going to be an elite player for franchise cricket for quite a while. Yep. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, we'll move on to the final. It was all set. I believe the bookies had it 66 to 33 or 66 to 34 India's way heading in. They were pretty commanding favourites going into the final. That's two to one on. Um, Pat Cummins mm. won the toss and went, we'll have a bowl, thanks. Way. And then collectively Australia went, <gasps> Oh, what? Couldn't, be, couldn't believe it. Oh, I think I, I think I was texting you. Yeah. I was 
Oh, I was in, yeah, oh, geez, I was in a foul mood. Um, I was just like, couldn't believe what I saw. It's trying to justify it. I'm oh. like, all right, so you, there's they've won on chases here before. If you're going to get a Jew, it's most likely to come in at Ahmedabad. Um, Jesus, I don't know. You'd oh, think that runs on the board you, in a final would be yeah. what you want. <laughs> You're so sending was, the best top five in all of world cricket out there to just go, go blazing away. Sharma just blaze his oh. way to 40 and we're like, oh, God. Oh, what Pat, have you done? What have you done? And then, done? then Travis Head takes that, you know, that just amazing catch and then it all starts from there. But... I'm actually kind of glad now watching the agony used to what obviously oh. in that I missed the whole thing. <laughs> I didn't. See, I got home and I had I had family commitments I had to take care of, and I didn't. I wasn't. I'm, and where I was, I couldn't get any internet. Ah, so okay. I'm trying to text you, and I'm trying to find, like get on that Australia Cricket Australia app, and and I'm having the same problem with my phone now. At the, actually, but um, you with Optus. No, well, actually, I think, no, I'm with Telstra. Okay. But, yeah, anyway, just the pain that you were clearly going through, it's, it must have been one of those roller coaster rides as soon as that first wicket fell and then the second wicket fell and then... Well, that's exactly what it was. was it was a roller coaster yeah, ride. I've seen, basically just jumping in here to outline my ignorance on the whole situation, I've seen three for 130 and then obviously I was doing some other things. And then the next score I seen was seven for a 205 or something like that. And I'm just wondering what the hell is going on here. Yeah. Possibly, like I said, possibly the most disciplined bowling performance that the, the Australian cricket team has had in probably half a decade. And elite, elite fielding. In the first three overs, despite the fact that Sharma was going nuts, Australia's fielders would have saved 15 runs. Travis Head, Pat Cummins, Dave Warner all made phenomenal stops on very well hit shots to to save runs, and you could just you could just tell once Sharma got out, no one found it easy to bat, including Coley, who came out and was looking really good for his, yeah. his fifty odd yeah. that he got. That they had to really work for their runs. I mean, well, Kale Rahul was what well, he end up getting sixty off over a hundred balls. Well, even like just to show you how it tightened up. From probably the that f- sort of eighteen over mark to the thirty fifth over mark, Coley mm-hmm. went from blazing his way to thirty five, like he was thirty five off twenty something balls, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he was fifty off sixty. Wow! So uh, they it, were going at it, that's where he's normally. Pre- well, well, they were going at nine. They were going at nine and a half when Sharma yeah. got out, and they had an overall. Well, four point four. Yeah, four point four in the end. In the end, so. Um, but touching on your point with the fielding, um, there is no greater, um, and, and we say it in club cricket all the time, the yeah. best fielding side will win a game of cricket, right? Yeah. So with that adage, there was no greater, you know, um, example of that adage than than that final. Yeah. Um, it. Set the scene. It it basically set the standard um, for for what this cricket team is all about, yeah. and that won the game. Look, I mean, yes, they bowled very well. Um, you know, we had exemplary innings as by Travis Head and, and Marnus, but when you strip it all back, that fielding effort over fifty overs won us the game. You know, Warner, Labuschagne, Cummins, um, you know. 
they threw themselves around that field and stopped, you know, I, I'll go more than 15. I reckon it was 25 to 30 runs they saved. Oh, it, over the course of the game, it, I reckon. But no, no, no. But in that initial period, oh, yeah. I reckon. That, like India that, were talking they about were trying to get balls just off the edge of the rope, mm. and it was only ending up in two. Like I mean, that's saving two every and time. And that is so. As a batsman, that just gets under your skin. Hundred percent, it does. They went. They went through two periods of over an hour without hitting a boundary. Yeah. They, wow. They went for, I think it was 76 minutes, yeah. and then someone glanced one off their hips. Rahul, I think, glanced one off his hips down to the boundary for four. And then I think they went for another 55 minutes, minutes after without that. going for without scoring another boundary. That's it was impeccable. Of. It was insane. Uh-huh. And it, just they their attitude, like uh-huh. everything was geared towards we're not giving you guys a sniff. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be able to blaze away and smash it over the boundary like Sharma did early, yeah. but... There were a few hacks in that where he went after Hazelwood. There was a couple of cowboy shots, but yeah. but that's what Rowett does, yeah. right? Like, he, you expect that. So that's coming, right? Yeah. You know that that's coming. What they didn't expect was being picked off at the boundary, you know, for about 10 or 11 shots through the, out the course of the innings, yeah. where... Four was two, yeah. you know. Just they that, talked about all the time during that that if they got to two eighty, two ninety, it would have like India would probably would have won the game. And I reckon if it wasn't for the way Australia fielded, they would have got to that just purely off those fours. That, you, know, yeah. you know, you double the amount of runs they got in twos because they go for four. And I reckon there's probably about forty runs of Australia end up saving easily in the field. Just, yeah. um, and and I think that's what really set the game up, knocking them over for two forty meant that when we were three in the hole for not many, yeah, we could there was no scoreboard pressure. No scoreboard pressure. could go out and like go at a strike rate of touching 50 yeah. and just siege at Asia off, wait for the Jew to come in, you know, just knock singles around give for Travis. Tra- give head. Travis the strike. Nah. Travis Head could settle down and go, it's not there, it's not there, it's not there, and just you know, go at runner, like basically <laughs> yeah. a runner ball for maybe most of his innings before going, all right, the Jew's here now. They've bowled out a lot of cool deep, and they've bowled out a lot of Jadeja, So they've got to bring Siraj back. They've got to bring Shami back, and didn't then really give, didn't he give um, Jadeja a bit of tap? No, Jadeja blocked. I think he what ended up with forty one for no, none. Yeah, over his he, 10. he he he, he bowled big six over mid wicket, I think. Okay. But um, no, Jadeja was very difficult to get away. He gave Shami a lot of tap for his first over back for his second spell. Okay. I think he took him for fifteen. Yeah, they brought him back to like break. Oh no, it was Boomerah. Yeah. They brought back Boomer to try and, and break the partnership, and they they knocked Boomer for fifteen or sixteen, and it, that was that was really the moment where you could you, the Indians sort of went from we're in this game right. one more wicket away to we're gone, we're, or not we're gone, but you could it's just like, tell you could like tell that was, yeah. it was it was heading a, that way. It was a haymaker. They were they they were staggered at that. Like that, you know, you get in a fight and the bloke right. staggers yeah. backwards. Yeah. That yeah. was that was that over because they brought Boomer back in. He's out. You know, he's our talisman. He just got, you know, go and knock over Travis Head and we're right back in this game. And then six balls later, you've watched, you know, four boundaries yeah. or whatever, three boundaries three and a boundaries no ball. Three boundaries and a no ball. And I think there was four leg buys in it too. And that over. Yep. Um, and then you could just sell the Indians going. And you actually heard Harsha Boglay on the oh, commentary what goes, do you do go, that over is an absolute, uh, you know, devastation for the Indian team. Yeah. Like, even even Harsha, you know, yeah. was he was communicating exactly the same was yeah. what it felt. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, but 
Isn't he a great commentator? Just digressing a little bit. I love listening to Harsha Bogle. Yeah, really the, the smoothness of the, the voice yeah, is the very, very nice. It's but, very but, smooth. But he's he's so intellectually um, great to listen to. Yeah. Not only about Indian cricket, but about but about cricket, and, but about yeah. cricket in general. He's yeah. he's he's so more more of a bipartisan commentator yeah. than what I think that's most what, Indian oh, you know. Sure. You get Sonny, Sonny on, and it's just, oh, <laughs> oh mate. Sonny Gaviscar is one of the least, oh. the least bipartisan comments. Oh, I love God. listening to Sonny at times, but oh man, it's just, yeah. Right. Um. And then, and then it was there was a there was a touch of the last World Cup with Ian Smith who yeah. did the you know at the end, yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, it was uh, it was Ravi. Ravi at the end, yeah. who who did the commentary to say yeah. that Australia won the World Cup, yeah. nice touch. I thought, yeah. you know, Ravi would have been hurting because yeah. he would have understood that. Well, he the, was only recently being their coach. He's been their coach. He knows all these boys, but he would have understood that you will not get a better chance to win a World Cup on your home dunghill no. than what they got because they were the best team in the tournament. There's yeah, no doubt. Probably. What do we? They were. What do we think legacy-wise? We've talked about it quite a lot and what this meant to India. So we'll wrap it up now and have a, a bit of a discussion about it. Rohit, Jadeja, Kohli, these sort of guys—they were Shammy. supposed to. Shammy, um, Boomer was a little bit later yeah, of the Boomer, piece, but, yeah. but these guys were sort of around the park in in 2011, their last World Cup final, and they won that. And that was, you know, Australia were quite. Were, had aged out, you know. Ponting was just about gone. Um, you know, their their fast bowlers of the past weren't there. Brett Lee, I don't we even were, think Brett Lee was. Well, he, we were rubbish, to yeah, be fair. They, no. We were not a world power anymore. And there was quarterfinals. I think we made, didn't we? In uh, quarters or semis, yeah. yeah it was not. It was I'm not a great sure, tournament. And we got. England we lost to Zimbabwe, I think, I in the d- second I game. I just know that we weren't expecting yeah, we to do well yeah. either. So we, you know, but but to your point. They, two, two World Cups at home in 12 years. You only go away with one of them. But the thing is as well, that was supposed to be, they were all talking about this generation yeah. of superstars, and let's not kid around, they're not wrong. Rohit Sharma is one of the best one-day international openers ever played. Kohli is only behind Viv for mine. Jadeja is an elite um, he's an one elite, day, yeah. elite, he's an elite player. Shami and Co. They've got all the guns there. That was supposed to had the yeah. IPL had just started. What 2008? So it was three years in by 2011. It was supposed to be this printing press of mm. international talent, and it has been. But this team was supposed to go on a Windies Australia level era of dominance, where they would win two or three World Cups coming through, and that generation of players has won one and two of those. And they had two at home. Two at home. Time. And how many play, how many players get to have two World, Cups, World Cups at home during their career? Hundred percent. It's 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 all. This is going to sting, and it will sting for a long time. This, um, I think, it's a legacy defining for those guys, especially their one day individually. Yeah, but for that for that collectiveness as a unit, you have to say this era of Indian cricket has been a failure. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, we're, if we're measuring, if we're measuring success. Purely, and I mean, quite frankly, we're playing sports, so we do measure success by how many trophies we win. Hey. They haven't made it. I think they've made one T20 final, and they lost that, and they lost the Champions Trophy final, and everything else they've bowed out in the semis. Yep. Um, And when you look at, if you take the World Cups out of it and look at their bilateral record, India have been supreme. 
Yep. Um, they have been the like Australia have had periods of dominance. England have had periods of dominance um, over the course of that but time. Sri Lanka was strong at like the beginning of the, like the twenty tens sort of. Well, period. they had Sangakkara, didn't they? And, and yeah. but that whole constant for that whole decade, India have been elite. There have been no dips in terms of bilateral play. They have wherever they've gone doesn't matter if they're playing at home, playing in England, playing in Australia. They're expecting to go over and win games, and by and large, they have except when it comes to a World Cup. So. I'll put it to you, both of you, that expectation, the weight of that expectation to jump that final hurdle, is that too much for them? Man. I don't know about necessarily too much, but I think it just, it, rather than disparaging them in terms of something they're lacking, I just think it maybe it goes to show just how good the Clive Lloyd and the Ricky Pont, the Clive Lord Windies, and the Ricky Ponting Australia were because it's not easy to dominate the world consistently for long periods of time. It's not easy to go and win multiple World Cups when you're there, considering they're four years apart. And so, rather than going, Sharma and Coley and Co are missing something because they're quite obviously not. They're quite obviously special all-time level talents. But it just goes to show that being able to do that as a team consistently over a period of four, eight, 12 years is something that, you know, that ingredient isn't quite there. And it just goes to show just how special the early, like the 70s do and we, 80s, West we Indies, maybe and the 90s, thousands oh, of no, yeah. are. Do we maybe think that these Indian players who are pampered superstars in their country have it a little bit easy? And that they don't have necessarily the hunger and the want and the desire sometimes to push to that next level. Without being in those conditions, I can't say, but I think that's probably a fair enough argument. I mean, it's not only just in their country. India are catered to wherever they go. Australia caters to them. England catered to them. The ICC in general catered. Like, the, the ICC couldn't have done a better job of letting India win this World Cup. No, it was quite appalling. Like, the wickets that they turned out were got real dodgy real quick when they became knockout games. <laughs> like, well, yeah. you, it, it had never happened where a used wicket was played on for a semi final in World Cup. I've never heard ever a team, re- like, the and then again for a re- final, requested that they have a slow wicket for the World Cup semi against New Zealand. I have never heard that in any other World Cup ever. The host nations is supposed to only get automatic qualification. That's the bonus of playing at home. That's right. You don't get to go and dictate what the pitches are. You just get to be like the West Indies in the next World Cup, who are a rabble, will qualify for the 2024 um, uh, T20 World Cup because they're the hosts. Whether or not they would have actually made it if they had to go through qualifiers is one thing or another, but that's what you get. You playing at home, you get to go. And that's yeah. that's the that's the beginning and the end of the advantages. It shouldn't be that you get to go and tap the groundskeeper on the shoulder and go, yeah, we want this. It's like too bad. It's an ICC event, mate. We're doing what they tell us, which essentially, and um, Mark Butcher came out and just said that the ICC executive branch has essentially become, you know, the the right hand man of the BCCI. It's like whether or not that's true or not. There's all these things that keep yeah. happening. Percep- perception is reality in a lot of those Perception is everything, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's just so interesting. What you know how how that comes about? Is it like if they are asking for it, 
Who's leaking that information to the media to say that it's been us? Well, that's what were they? Well, they are they that open about it? Well, I would, I, would, just... I would say to you, yes, they are. I said this on a couple of podcasts ago that when we get to the semis, you watch what they do, and and my expert friend here I... said it's an ICC event and they can't do that. I was being optimistic. I was living in a world of optimism. <laughs> Didn't really honestly believe the words that were coming out. Like, if I had to there needs to be like... truth in journalism, mate. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, just I, I don't know. Are they that brazen and that... Yes. Remember, this is... They a... just don't care. This yes. is a country for a tour to England requested that England move the date of the final test to play it before, so they wanted to have when the first test was scheduled, they wanted to play the was it the fourth or fifth test yeah. of that before that because it clashed with the beginning of the IPL, and they said no because we've got the hundred and we've got all the other stuff, we've booked everything out, we can't move it. Yeah. So they went and played the four games, and then the assistant coaches, girlfriends, dogs, Walker, cousins, roommate got, got COVID, COVID, and they all went home. Yeah. To play in a COVID-infested country in the to play IPL. Yes. So it was like, well, we asked you for to move the things, you know, to move my shift so we could uh, uh, accommodate this. You said no, so now I'm using sick leave. Yep. It's, and so yeah, there are, and everyone knew it. Everyone and their dog, like yeah. Ravi Shastri, had COVID during the tour. They didn't go home. Didn't go home. And just some like innocuous background person that would have had it quite easy just stay at the damn hotel for the next five days and we'll be able to finish this test no 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 COVID dangerous going home to a country riddled with COVID so we can play more cricket it's just they absolutely would be brazen enough to go because they just go around and go what are you going to do yeah okay we asked them what are you going to do Oh, Go on, yeah. come on, come oh, at me, ICC. What are you going to do? We've got a 120,000-seat oh. stadium we're about to fill up for a World Cup final, which, yeah. we're, which we're in. What are you you're going to kick us out? You're going to say we can't compete? What are you going to do? And so, well, and that's, they're, that's they're not because they'd be kicking themselves out. That's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I, I, and I think that's what Butcher's getting at as well, is that essentially the BCCI runs the ICC, yeah. And that's they make that's out, when you make seventy five percent of the global income of anything, you have a lot of leeway to do mm. whatever you like because they just simply cannot afford to piss into your off. off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I do believe that they probably would be that brazen. Yeah. I was hoping the ICC would stand up to them, but they clearly didn't. Uh, the ICC money uh, talks. Uh, yeah, it does. The, the, has the ICC? I mean, you touched on it previously. We won't go there again. But does the ICC have any type of moral compass, or is it basically just a revenue raising body? I, I think it's probably but, leaning towards the latter. But they but probably by, try. But by but and <laughs> large, I don't think any sporting body is that moral. Well, I don't think any yeah. of the codes in like the football well, codes I, I, in Australia well, are moral. Probably moral is is the wrong word, but I mean, at what stage, as the people who are entrusted to run this global game, do we say that take your bat and ball and go home, and we'll go and do this for a while, no. or the, the, or is the or is the consequence just okay? We just bash them up in the final, and then go well. You had it all your own way, and we you still, still couldn't beat us. Up yeah, yours. That's basically how I'm choosing to. <laughs> yeah. You know, to I, live with you it. Know, oh, oh, fair point. And like, and I'm not going to hold the ICC 
alone in this. None of the football codes in Australia, Cricket Australia itself, I don't think are oh, particularly they, moral. No, they're not. The, I follow the uh, NFL, again. I follow the NBA. None of their administrations, you'd say, are particularly moral. Uh. Like, look at the like, look at Cricket Australia. Everyone knows that the Big Bash doesn't work the way they've got it set up. And for more than a decade, they just keep ramming their head against the wall because they see that as the most profitable way to do it. So that's how they're going to do it. Not the most successful way to do it, but the most profitable way to do it. And whether or not that's accurate or not, I've had many disagreements whether or not necessarily needs to be in the holidays to be as successful. Um, That's neither here nor there. But I don't think any association realistically is morally guided. They're all guided by money. And unfortunately, the money, I don't know of any codes where the money is so concentrated from one source. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the where we think of the ICC as being more evil or more inept than what they are. Because I can tell you that if the NRL had something that was giving them 75% of their income or the NBA yeah. was having 75% of their income generated from one source or the EPL was having 75% of its income generated from one source, they would be even more tilted as much as the ICC yeah. is. So mm. I don't think it's they're more or less yeah. evil than any other sporting yeah. one. It's just as the I nature said, of probably, the beast. Moral was probably a, a wrong choice of word. It's just more probably more responsible. I mean, no, maybe it's I'm all a, guided by money. Yeah, it's I'm, all, especially I'm when you I'm an idealist, mate. Money. You know, I just think to myself, and, you know, I'm older than you guys, so I still remember the, the you know, the, the old guy at the SCG who used to run the turnstiles. And back when cricket wasn't this multi-billion dollar thing, you know, like sure, I've seen Packer and everything like that, and it's done great things for the game. But I, I just think when you, as a governing body, are giving up your your duty to promote the best interests of the game as a whole, and you clearly are when you're pandering to one thing, and to do it so, you know, and it's like the, the, like we go just touching on another, like a financial thing. Yes, they raise so much money, okay? They generate so much income. What are they doing with it? Who's it to the benefit for? India. It's for the benefit <laughs> of India. Like. <laughs> Not, so how, as a, as a leadership group, can you justify pandering to a group that's doing nothing for anybody else but looking after themselves? Oh, look, honestly, if the ice, if the BCCI were in like a 1960s or 50s cartoon, they'd be wearing a top hat and twirling a moustache with a cane mm. and a monocle. They are yeah. they are the they're, consummate they're, bad guys. The, the, yeah. sni- the snidely whiplash of cricket. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So getting back to the final before we move on to some other things, just want to talk about just how special that Travis Head innings was i mean this is a guy that quite possibly has played himself into the team of the tournament despite missing well, half of the tournament with just some absolutely epic well they didn't actually pick him in the team of the tournament no i, I can understand that he was only there but like from his performances two wickets and a swashbuckling 60 in the semi which really yeah. broke the back of that chase and made it possible for us to stagger home yeah. and then the what he's the fifth or sixth person ever the score 100 in a World mm. Cup final. Um, but how ridiculous to come back from a broken hand and then first game back, mm. wheel out 100. And a, a, a dominant and a, and a, like a, a, a blazing 100. Like he, he belted them. Yeah. Isn't um, it interesting just... to watch him bat? And he, he clearly has, at this point in his career, he has a very clear mind. Yeah, step outside leg yeah. and hit it over cover. <laughs> yeah, but essentially. No, but, but yeah. you're right, Ace. Like he, he's so free of mind, so yeah. free in in his selection of shot. Mm-hmm. He he 
he's the he's the Australian Sharma. Like he's the guy that will either break the back of a chase or he'll set you up for a three fifty plus score. Yeah. Mm. Right? He's he, and he's gonna be have to be that guy for us. And Australia's gonna be prepared a lot to, to cop a few maybe thirties off twenty. Forties no. off twenty, and then he getting out in a dumb way because we can't we can't enjoy the hundred and twenty off eighty without being able to put up like no. he, this is the way he plays. So he's going to no. play like that exactly. And Gilchrist did a lot of the same thing. I know no. we've got rose coloured glasses on now. We're looking back at his career and remembering oh, all no, the Gilly highlights. Used to do but Gilly used to get thoughts. off to some absolute bonkers starts and yeah. be thirty off not many, and then just shell one to extra cover. And you're like, what are you doing, Adam? Yeah. I think I think, and more the frustration wasn't that. Um, you know, because he because he got out that you know we'd get a low score. It was more we wanted more. Yeah, we want, what, what? I, I want I want more. Of, I, I don't want you to get back. out now. I want yeah. you to, no. I want you to get out the forty fifth over or something. Yeah. You know, I want I want more. I want to see more of that. And I think Travis Head has got that. You know, it's, it's isn't I he getting very close to a Bill Chris think, type figure? Where do we think that hundred ranks in terms of World Cup hundreds at whatever? Or why Australians ever? I don't know. Where do we think it ranks? Um, I think in in the context of things, it's very very close to to the top one. And I'd him and then Ponting in in South Africa in two thousand. It'd be in my top five. I've I don't got, know where, but I've, it'd be. In my I would top have five. Pont, if, you're, if you're talking World Cup final hundreds, I'd still have Ponting's ahead of him. Just uh, no, um, that wicket and those bowlers with that bat. For, no. for different reasons, I think. For I, I, I've got to go. I would. I love Pinto. He's one of my favourites. But that innings from Head, in the context of what he's done, it, it, everything surrounding Ponting went into that um, World Cup final already. Sma- he smashed everybody all around the park for the entire time. I think that's why, yeah. like Ponting, played India out of the game. Yeah. Like India had lost the game before, before they Pon- went out before Ponting had walked off the field. Yeah. You just you, that the way that he played, it was just where we're we're only going out and bowling as a courtesy, so we can get yeah. McGrath some couple of extra wickets yeah. for the three <laughs> wicket totals. Like yeah. the game was like it would have been the first time that a team could have declared in a final, yeah. Yeah. and I think that's Ponting. Ponting played in such a way that India were out of the game before they even they'd had their turn. Yeah. Heads was was exceptional. I'd have it, I'm happy to even go one A one B because obviously chasing we've always rated chasing as. Higher uh, as a as a very special way of doing things, but I just think just the absolute brutality and dominance that Ponting put into yeah. into that innings to basically play a very good team out of the game. Yeah. Oh, that before, was that was before they even had a chance. Insane. Before they even had a chance to fire a shot. But yeah. in saying that, you know, Travis Head's done it against an Indian side that had won ten in a row. They were talking about it as the greatest Indian one day. International side ever. Yeah, no, I could, I could get on board. And, with and, that. and, 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 and I've that's, got no argument about but, that. And, one and this either. is Indians talking about it. Yeah. So it wasn't, wasn't no. anyway. It was Indians talking about it. No. He did it in front of one hundred twenty thousand in their home dunghill. Isn't it amazing? Oh, I, to I hear tell you crowd goes silent. It's, it's um. <laughs> I think we've both established that head or pontings are going to be right yeah. near the very. Oh, they, they are. They're, <laughs> they're probably the pointy end. Um, oh, look, if I could, I'd probably go back and. Conjure up a few others, probably not hundreds, but probably well, Adam, just significant. Christmas is not is got to be on that list too. That hundred forty nine on out. Yeah, I'd have him. I'd have that's that's. I think that's a little bit below um, those two. 
but certainly if you if that, but that's the top three hundred you're talking about. I mean, it's not a bad little. No, thing, it's a pretty good list. It's pretty good. Yeah. And just harking on to your point about the the crowd, how spectacular was it to listen to a hundred thousand Indians absolutely dead silent? Yeah. It was, it, it was crazy. It was. It was like honestly. It was like watching. A sh- it was like watching a Sheffield Shield game we, we t- with no crowd and just listening. Like Travis had brought up an epic hundred to just like the barest of polite smattering of applause. Yeah. That team had that team checked out. They were officially the game was over when Australia had scored about one ninety five two hundred. It was eerie, wasn't it? And. They, you could just see, you could just see their shoulders slump, their heads drop, and the crowd did it with them for the last forty runs. It was just silence, silence, yeah. and it was one of the eeriest, most spectacular. Yeah. Well, when you can, and Cummins hear... came out and said that's what he wanted to do, yeah. and he, yeah. yeah, When you can hear as the guys are running onto the field, you can hear what they're saying because there's no background noise. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can actually hear that what they're saying as they're running out past the cameras. And how many times have you heard that massive giant roar where they're, you're trying to talk to a player or whatever, and you can't even hear what he's bloody saying? Yeah. yeah. But you could hear everything the Australians were saying as they were running That's out of the field. Uh, Look, I'll, I want to touch on Cummins before we sort of move ahead. I think we have to. Yeah. Um, look, you probably won't get a you know, a more unsupportive person of me than mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to Pat Cummins. And, uh-huh. and I loved, I love Patty, you know, um, before all the, you know, uh-huh. Langer stuff started. Uh-huh. Um, he's, he's a captain that um, I wouldn't necessarily, don't think I'd like to play under, but I reckon he's the perfect Guy for that team now for this group for this yeah, kumbaya, for that group for this kumbaya for, for, for that group yeah. he's he is the perfect foil um, for those particular individuals in that team yeah. uh, you know I there's many things I could say that that would count against Pat Cummins being not not one of our best captains but. In terms of results, in yeah. terms of what he's been able to deliver, well, history with that only group, looks at results with that group of players, um, I, I take my hat off to him, and, and I, I'll I'll eat a bit of humble pie um, when it comes to that. He's he certainly galvanised that group into um, winning probably the hardest World Cup that you could ever possibly win. Oh yeah, this would definitely you be know, the hardest World um, Cup. He's he's done it. It's it's been him. No. He, he he performed he, on the big stage too. Yeah, you know, he he's bowling probably not that great until the final. Let's let's be fair. Oh, he was pretty good in the semi final too. Is it, yeah, thought. but but I don't I don't think he was great through the tournament. I don't think he's a great one day bowler. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you there. One as thing well. I will rate is one of the things that's always been a weakness in Cummins' game is that he's not a particularly good death bowler. No. And we usually yep. give Stark the new ball and Hazelwood the new ball because Hazelwood is also not a strong death bowler, but he's a very strong opening bowler. So Cummins sort of automatically slots into that third seamer and then by definition will then have to, because Hazelwood we know isn't strong, Cummins usually does the role. And for a lot of his career, he wasn't very good either. He was absolutely spectacular in the back half of the tournament, closing the, closing the game out. He has really picked up some skills and added to that because it, it was it was a deficiency in his game. Yep. Um, where I thought that he could probably be expendable. You'd, you'd pick Hazelwood, you'd pick Stark, 
and guys like Ellis would be someone that you might want to put in ahead of Cummins. But obviously it was frustrating because your net was never going to be the case because Cummins was the captain. But after this World Cup, I think now that it's now got to those guys now need to wait because this team has figured it all out. Hazelwood and Stark are excellent up front. Cummins can bowl really well in the middle and now at the death, along with Stark, hopefully getting a bit of reverse and tailing it in. Like these guys have figured out how to be successful in their roles. Yep. Um, to the point that they're now they'll probably play as long as they're they're fit. Like, yeah. No, but look, I, yeah, I just wanted to make mention of that. I, you know, I've been fairly critical of of, of Pat. Um, throughout his captaincy and 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 warranted, you know some of the you know some of the decisions made and and some of the things that um, you know he's done on and off the field have probably not resonated with the Australian public, but um, winning certainly does. But but, but winning does. That's right. And, and credit to him, he's he has got that group of players um, to as I said, to win the hardest World Cup you could ever possibly imagine winning. And having to rally. That was one thing that I was always concerned about Cummins because it was all a very cuddly, touchy-feely, everything's going well, we're really happy sort of captain. How is he going to respond to adversity? And you'd say that probably the Ashes were not a great example of Cummins' ability as a captain to battle, battle through diverse, uh, you know, adversity. adversity. Yeah. 2-0 up, then we lose Lyon, and then we end up, going one draw and two losses to end up levelling the yep. series. So, you know, it's never great when you can't secure a five-test series after being two tests up. And I thought, great, we're, we're 0-2 down. There's a lot of hard work ahead of us. Is this team prepared to fight tooth and nail to get back into the game? And whatever whatever the combination, mm-hmm. if it was Cummins' leadership, if it was other things, that team figured it out. Cummins is the head of that team, and yeah. Well, you would have thought he, he you know, being the being the leader, he's got a fair bit to do with it. So, yeah. no credit to him. Um, and we didn't use the excuse that England did, you know, coming off a really arduous action. Oh, isn't that just oh, the one of the worst? the timing of the World Cup just wasn't great. Oh, the timing wow. of the World Cup. Oh my god. We have to fly from the other side of the world, and you fly across a set of mountains, oh, mate. Please, if, if there was. Definition of a whinging pom, oh, no. right and, ju- and just and just put that sentence right next to it. Yeah, that's whinging all you need. Pom. Example. Well, I was and, hoping, and, yeah. and my when kids' I, kids' kids yeah. will be able to read that and go, "Oh, that's what they meant." Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 What did my great grandfather <laughs> mean when he went whinging pom? And he just opened up Webster's dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Whinging pom. Example. And there's Bear We Stone. didn't do well in the Ash in the World Cup because we were too tired from the Ashes. No, Australia yeah. were in the Ashes and won the World, World Cup. Photo of best of it. Anyway, <laughs> or Piers Morgan. He's one of my, he's one of my favourite celebrities now. Yeah. All right, and uh, we've got one other thing we're going to do to the end of this episode is we're going to do a draft for the three of three of us. So we're going to draft our best World Cup teams, and we might have a bit of a think about what we think our actual eleven would be. But so we're going through to pick some teams, and just before we do that. I just wanted to give one final shout-out. Well, two, actually. One final shout-out to Adam Zampa, equaling the record for most wickets by a spinner in a World Cup where runs were coming free and easy. That is incredible work, Zamps. Well done. We would not have won this World Cup without you. You have won the game. Um, uh, won games with the ball that we had no rights winning. Masterstroke just taking stoyness for that very reason. Yeah, just keeping him just all... to, just to keep Zamps yeah, happy, you know, happy and level headed, level headed, and you know, and make sure his coffee was okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Shout out to Maxwell, who has set a new benchmark for greatest one-day innings of all time. Doesn't come close. It's it's the top of the mountain now. Viv and Keppel Dev are second and third, but Maxi with on one leg playing the shots that he's played, setting the new benchmark for being the best one-day international innings ever played. And final shout-out before we jump to the new segment. That's six, baby. It's six. We've got six of them. So whenever we lose any more one-day games, we'll have to go home and cry into not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six World Cup trophies. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to uh, finish off this uh, World Cup extravaganza episode, we're going to do a draft. We're going to pick our... Best performers of the World Cup draft style. Uh, And so off air, Aaron has uh, won the right to the first pick. I've got the second pick and Craig has got the third. So without further ado, Aaron, take us away. Who is your first pick of the draft? Um, With my first pick of the Two Slips in the Gully Draft World Cup edition, I select Travis Head as my number one pick. Ooh, nothing wrong with that. Travis Head, player of the semifinal, player of the final Absolute gunslinger extraordinaire. Player of the after final too. Oh, have you that, seen? Have you seen the drunk in in a place where it's a dry city? So if they get caught, they yeah. could be put in jail. Yeah. So this is oh mate, he he's supposed to play a T twenty for Australia later this there week. There is no way he's playing Friday. Not a chance. <laughs> um, I'm going to start uh, with Glenn Maxwell. Very Aussie flavour to start the... Uh... Yeah, I, I, I think where there may be just some unconscious bias here. But anyway, yeah. Wow. Thank, thank you, boys. Thank you very much. I'll, uh, I'll take Vera Coley as my <laughs> first round <drop>, big thanks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the uh, leading run scorer of the tournament. Not and at it was all. finally time for a, a great uh, result from Virat Kohli. He, st- well he stood up, didn't he? He, he, was, he was great. We, we, we talked about it during the uh, all-time one-day National Eleven. That was probably the chink in his armour, that he never really had any successful World Cups. and He's, yeah. you know, he's had one this time. And it was immediately very easy to bat on at times. No. It's his home, home conditions, but he still needed to stand up and score the runs. And you can't argue with, what, nearly 800 runs in a, in a World Cup. That's an excellent return from Coley. All right, over to you. Okay, for my second pick, I am going to take Rakshin Ravindra. Mm. Cool. I'm going to take Quinton de Kock. And I'll take Robert Sharma. <laughs> I was going to go Sharma, but I wanted a wicket keeper as well at the top of the order. Oh, so really? that's why I went okay. to Kock. Yeah, right. Um, where we breeze through those picks, like we've talked about before, Ravindra looking like an absolute megastar in the making for New Zealand cricket. Uh, Quinton de Kock scoring, what, four or five hundreds? So four hundreds, I think, in this World Cup. Yeah. And um, Sharma, not quite as many big, big scores, but lots of smaller scores at a at ridiculous rate. 120 strike rate for the yeah. whole tournament. Yeah. Okay, so we're up to me again, are we? Yep. Okay, for my third pick, I am going to take Muhammad Rizwan. Oh, wicket keeper out of the way? Oh, okay, uh-huh. wiki out of the way, right, good. Do you know, honestly, to cop, like, Rizwan wouldn't have been the second keeper that I picked. I would have picked a different I, I think he's just a quality keeper, an excellent batsman. Yep. 
and uh, and worthy and like you're talking about the elite keepers of world cricket. He's mm-hmm. certainly up in that in that in, in, in all forms too. He's an yeah. elite T20 opener. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Muhammad Shami. Oh, Shami. Shummy, absolutely Shummy. ridiculous bowling stats in a World Cup, completely dominated by the bat. He They're was ridiculous something bowling else. stats, full stop. Never yeah. mind about it in I, any context. He is he's next level, Shammy. Um, I'm going to go Zamps. Get my spinner out of the road. Cool. Oh, could get two. Don't know. Yeah, maybe. Depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends on the balance yeah, of the team, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Sure. So I um for my next pick, then I am going to take um Jasper Boomerah. Jasper Boomerah. So the two big guns of the uh, Indian mm. pace attack, pace attack, mm. and the two big guns of the Indian uh, batting, batting, all gone. Yep. You would have thought India did pretty well in this World Cup. From the yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, right. look, they had an okay... Yeah, they were an okay they were all right, yeah. didn't they? Nothing to write home about. No. Oh, that's right. They were at home. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got him, yes. <laughs> hmm. Um, all right. What am I going to do? I am going to take... No, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to go Gerald Kutsia as my oh, other quick Oh, nice. Oh, Gerald. I was looking at that myself. Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, average yeah. under 19 yeah, again wickets. In, a, uh, in a conditions that would not have suited fast that bowlers. absolutely do not suit a guy like him no. who's banging into the wicket bowl. I mean. yeah. Absolute gun firebrands just wears his heart on his sleeve. Oh, South say, African. We haven't seen a lot of him. See. I can't yeah. wait for yeah. our tour of South Africa yeah. and that bloke. Anyway, that it's going to be fireworks. Um, KL Raul from me. Oh, nice. Get my keeper out of the road. And he had an, an awesome tournament. Oh, I love KL Raul. No, so do I. He's literally one of my favourite players to watch, but yep. yeah, he, he's, he's just supreme. He, it's so beautiful to watch, but he can be so devastating at times. Oh, he just, yeah. you know, he, he can go from zero to 100 in less than three seconds, but he can also put the brakes on if needed as well. So, mm-hmm. yep, that's my keeper. Okay, so that's back to me. So I'm four in, aren't I? Well, I think at this stage, I am going to select Daryl Mitchell. Yeah, that's a good pick, Dazza. Because Daryl can also roll his arm over and give me a couple of spare overs. So when I'm tossing up amongst all of these wonderful players, you know, I'm looking to get as balanced a team as I can. He he's a, he is an elite player and not out of place in, in the team of the tournament, to be quite honest. I would have yeah, thought. Yeah, no, no. Very good point. Bear with me. Bear with me. Jeez, come on, mate. Um, we got the Jeopardy clock on. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shore up my other opener. I'm going to take David Warner, who had just a, a real yeah. champagne World Absolutely. Cup. Absolutely. Um, oh, uh, this uh, is the first time I've seen town. Someone happy about a draft. Who have we got? <laughs> oh, look, he he didn't probably score the amount of runs he's counted, but he didn't sort of play those first initial games either. Um, but this guy is going to be the best one-day batsman for a very, very long time, Shubman Gill. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, well, I was hoping he might get back to me, but I, and he, I, and he, I, he, clearly, well, well, he would have he would have got a hundred in that semi yeah. if he if he wasn't um, went off with injury. So yeah. Very, very special player. Oh, he is, he is next level. All right, so we're five in, aren't we? For my next pick, I am going to take... Samarikarama from Sri Lanka. Oh, I don't know how to spell that. I'm writing all these down. S A M A R A. W-I-C-K-R-A-M-A. <laughs> All of the words. Uh, All did, of the above. He did have a fantastic have a look tournament. At, have a look at what he did in the tournament. 200s and a 50 yeah. strike rate over 100. Over 100 and, yeah. 50, and 50 yeah. average, mate, you know, and um, a shining light for, for Sri Lanka. Yeah, he was... Like there were some players there that I really expected to help um, Sri Lanka do a lot better, but yeah, um, they were disappointing. But the talent there is undeniable. They have a lot of very, very talented players coming through. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, I've got two blokes that I really want to bat at three, and I don't know which one to pick. Who should I pick? Someone tell me. I don't know. The first one. I'm going to take Mitchell Marsh. I'm going to... Uh-huh. Yeah. i got two lefties at the top, so now I'm going to get a righty in there to just come in and bat at three. Yep. Mitchell Marsh. Very and good. maybe a few cheeky overs if I need them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. Uh... Going to go my little little mate from Bangladesh. No, sorry, Afghanistan. Sorry, Afghanistan. Jeez, that was ordinary. Uh, Rashid Khan. Um, great bowling economy, uh, less less than four and a half and over. Probably didn't get the wickets that he should, but I'm probably looking at someone to shore up those middle overs with not many runs coming from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my two spinners looked after. Okay. And yeah, as always, and yeah, you can throw the bat a bit if you need him to at the oh, end. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for my next uh, player, will take Mitchell Santner. Yeah, what was what was his wickets like? He had a very good economy, right? Um. Yeah, and 16, again. 16 wickets, yeah. Yeah, it went well. And, you know, and is a bloke again who can throw the bat a bit as well. So, yeah, shores right. up that batting lineup. Sure. And in the... Uh, I'm going to go with another player that can shore up your batting lineup and offer a bit of spin, throwing the bat a bit. I'm going to go with Revenge of Deja. Yeah, good call. Nice. He was going to... Probably didn't get the wickets would have expected. Um, like, like you go into that tournament at the start, you would have had 15 Ravi getting, getting fifteen twenty. Yeah, what did he get? Twelve or something? Eleven? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. He, he, yeah, certainly not above fifteen though. No. I need some fast bowlers, so I'm going to go um, Starkey. He's yeah. just a 
consummate professional with World Cups and yeah. you know another sixteen wickets to his name. Didn't didn't quite get the leading um, wicket taker this time round. Have, have a look at his ridiculous, absolutely insane World Cup record. Yeah, combined with his absolutely insane one day international record. Yeah, no, he's he yeah. is just quality. Uh huh. All right. Well, I actually need a, another quick bowler as well, so I'm going to choose Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins, a coming of age tournament for Pat Cummins. Really stamped his authority as, you know, leadership was questionable, but uh, he's really come to the party here. Oh, and- I think when we talk about leadership and Pat Cummins, we have to talk about it in the context of the way the team is evolved, and it's uh, it's captained by committee. Let's be let's be honest. Oh, is, there's, there would be a there's fair, a lot of captain of by committee that goes on there. So when you're not the perceived to be the absolute head honcho, who's making all the decisions yourself, and you're prepared to take advice from other people outside yep. of of that role, yep. you live and die by that advice as well. Yes. But yeah, I, I I think he had an excellent tournament, yep. and what and we've talked about his. Um, Intent with the bat in previous um, episodes. Um, I think he showed nothing but pure intent this time. He came yeah. to Hardy a couple of times when we really needed him. Yeah, I'm cool. happy to have him in my team at cool. the tournament. Um, I'm going to take uh, middle order batsman to help. Uh, got some openers. Got a finisher. Now I need a middle order bat. So I'm going to go Shayus Iyer. Mm-hmm. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a very good player. Very good straight. Yeah, he hits a. Big long ball straight. Two hundreds and three fifties, striking at well over a hundred for the tournament. You know, this is like a bloke that scored five hundred and thirty runs at sixty six with a strike rate of one hundred and thirteen, and no one said a word about him. Mate, he's a gun. Um, when you look at you know, you got Coley and Sharma up top, but yeah, this guy is still just plonking along well, doing he, his thing. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's a gun. Um, Shoring up that middle order of mine, um, I'm going to go uh, Aiden Markram. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is a delight to watch. That guy, um, four four hundred and six runs for the tournament. Um, just just one of the prettiest batsmen to watch. And um, can roll yeah, and, and can and, roll you out a few overs as well. Yes, that's right. And and. And bowled very well in that semi too. He did. Um, he kept it very tight while the other end was picking up wickets. So, well, we made the initial breakthrough in mate, the semi. That's right. As he well. did too. Yep. So, um, yeah, he's um, he is class. Mark um, Back to you, as. All right. Um, I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw in a, a little smoky here. Somebody who I think actually has. A lot of potential, but, you know, wouldn't necessarily have the numbers, and now I've lost my page, so just bear with me for a second. <laughs> uh, where are we? Okay. As another seam bowler in my team, I'm taking Dilshan Matashanka. Oh, yeah, the yeah. left armour from mm-hmm. from Sri Lanka. Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you 20, end up with, 19, 20 wickets? 21 wickets at 25. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and troubled everybody who he bowled against, was getting shape with the new ball, was able to come back in the middle overs and bowl pretty well as well. Yep. Um, 
relatively good strike rate and not a huge economy rate. I think it was just under seven or something like that as well. So yep. that yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, I'm taking David Miller. Great pick. Some hard hitting down the order and just I was almost thinking because I, I came up with a plan to do this in the last the last tournament and mm-hmm. if it came down to a South African middle order player I was taking Klassen yeah. right up until Miller did what he did Miller in that did game. what he did yeah. um, and I'm like yeah if he get he's there long enough I'm taking David Miller that is that's as clutch as clutch gets yeah it just just not quite enough to get his team over the line but at four for what eight or whatever it was and um, to come out in the conditions that he was in and actually give South Africa a punching chance, that was yep. all down to him. That was a fantastic innings from David Miller and a very credentialed one-day player. Oh, uh, one of the elite one-day players in the world in both both formats of the one-day game. Um, yes. Uh, just to shore up my bowling attack, um, Josh Hazelwood. Oh, the Hoff. The Hoff. I love the Hoff. Um, he, he was... He was brilliant in both semi-final and final. Um, he he just strangled them. He really did. He he had a you know economy rate of four point eight two for the whole tournament, but he he just he strangled both South Africa and India. So um, yeah, uh, sort of a. With uh, you guys picking up the others, uh, that I I think that's probably as as good as I'm going to get um, fast bowling. So I've got the I've got the Australian fast bowling cartel and the Indian batting and lineup. the Indian batting lineup at the moment. So um, I don't think I've done too badly there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I need a second spinner, and for my second spinner, I'm going to take Kuldeep Yadav. Very good pick. Very good tournament for Kuldeep Yadav. Um, Ponting described him in the telecast as the most improved cricketer of the last couple of years internationally. So, um, yeah, well done. It was uh, unfortunately couldn't get it done on the big stage, but um, he's not did everything. He's but. not Robinson Crusoe there with the rest of his teammates mm. either. So no, that's yeah. right. Um, I'm also going to go for a second speed. I'm going to take Kishev Maharaj. Ah, yeah, I was yeah. waiting for Maharaj to be picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, it does mean I've got two left-arm spinners, but, you know, they're both pretty miserly and I've got some pretty decent fast bowlers in there I, to try and... I think, I think as is sided as is like yours with two left-arm spinners, I'm yeah. sure Travis Head would love those blokes. <laughs> <laughs> love them. Yeah. All right, over to you. Second uh, last pick. I've got to go clutch now. I need a guy who's going to get the job done after my top orders, um, you know, put on 500. Um and just in case, there's a couple of wickets that fall. Um, Manus, yeah. I love the Manus. He was he was special in that final, and he was the perfect foil for Travis. Um, and as we were speaking about earlier off the podcast, a lot of runs scored in the tournament at clutch situations where it was teetering on the edge of yeah. a real collapse and, and Manus <coughs> came in with a brilliant 30 or 40 runs. Yeah. You know? Overall, you wouldn't say it was an entirely successful tournament. You're purely looking at numbers. No. But when you look at his scores that he did score runs in, where he got mm-hmm. his biggest, it was always when Australia needed him to stand up and do yeah, something. There were, no, there were no like cheap 30s or 40s in the middle of a 400 run. It was yeah. He was, you know, 
the cards are falling down and Mana steadied the yeah. ship. And as you rightly pointed out before the podcast, Aaron, um, you know, yes, I did say that Mana should have been in the side, you know, um, from the very from start. the very start. But he wasn't. should have been in the squad for so, South Africa. Should have been in the squad. Got for a bit the of a man Cup. crush for old Manos. Oh, who, how, how do you not have a man crush on Manus? Yeah. Every time we need the bloke, he's he like comes a, to... He's, he's like, like the little cute puppy dog of yeah, Cricket. He just goes and goes and goes yeah. and goes, <laughs> goes. Sometimes he's yeah. really annoying, yeah. but you, yeah. you, you, you get over yeah, it because... He's like he's, my old Jack Russell. You, you'd throw the ball for two hours. He uh, might spew at the end of the first hour, uh, but then he'd get back up and go again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you, mate. Your last pick. My last pick. My last pick, I'm going to go with somebody who I I think I really need somebody who can come in and, and throw the bat a little bit at the end and, and, and get me something with the ball. Um, I'm just going through here. I had someone in mind. Oh, not that fellow. I don't like him. Don't do it. Don't pick the guy I want. Don't you do it. <laughs> Are we all looking for the same position? <laughs> I think we might be. <laughs> I am. I am going to take Rassi van der Dussen. Yes, that's not the guy. That's I not the to guy take. I wanted either. <laughs> Just a little bit more batting. Yeah, Rassi, like, again, like, that South African batting unit was elite. And I think that's some of the things we forget with how great the final was. There are a lot of really big contributors over the course of the tournament from South Africa that are getting sort of missed out on a lot of these yeah. uh, World Eleven teams, uh-huh. or sort of the team of the tournaments. And, and Rassi was a, a key part of that middle order there that helped string oh, he was He was, a, uh, he remains, I think, probably their, technically their best batsman besides Markram, as far as pure technique goes. And has the ability to, to play well in one day internationals, man. He's, he's got, got a, a very, very good record, man. Yeah, Pity he started so late, otherwise he could have been one of their, their yeah, very he's, best. Yeah, he's 30... He's 35. 35, yeah. I think. He's mm. only been around for three years. Yeah, three that's, years. that's, um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it's no good. Um, I'm going with another South African. If that's... You know, I can see the wincing on your face. He's uh, can bat a bit. He bowls left arm quick. Oh, yeah, we're thinking of the same guy. I've got Marco Jansen. Ah, oh, goddamn you. <laughs> I do have a backup plan, so I'm not, I'm not totally devastated, but, yeah. No, Marco, he... Um, he was good. Uh, yeah, he's he's a special cricketer in my yeah. eyes. I, I just I just think he he goes at you so hard, yeah. and, and, he, and he wants to win every contest. Yeah, he wants to beat it. you every ball. I just, I just love that about him. And, uh, yeah, I think I can get him sort of about sort of seven or eight, I think, maybe. I've got to check. Oh, probably seven. I think it might be a batter light. But i got a lot of bowling, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Jimmy Neesham. Huh? Yeah. Jimmy Neesham. How many games? He didn't play that many. Didn't, didn't play that many. But he's, uh, but he's an absolute gun. Like, he... He nearly got he nearly got New Zealand home in that game New- against us. That's yeah. right. Yep. So um, yeah, he and hits a big ball. Hits uh-huh. a big big ball. So, yeah. Um, also yeah. gets hit for a very big ball. On I'm not a great fan of his bowling, but oh, yeah. neither am I. But I, I'm there for you know yeah. for that slog fest at the yeah. end. You know, type. Oh, he's a clean hitter. He's one of the um, you know. He's probably guys. probably 
as far as a left-handed, you know, lower order batsman goes, he's pretty good, like yeah. clean hitter of the ball, man. Yeah. You so. wouldn't expect him to, to be, a, he's not a top order batsman. No, no, no. He he's batting probably he's seven, probably eight. batting seven for me. Yeah, yeah. In my lineup. All right, All right we'll, let's we'll, do it. We'll go through it. So I haven't written him in. I've just written him in draft order. I haven't put yeah. him in elevens because I wasn't doing that as we went. So Aaron, you went Travis Head, Ravindra, Rizwan, Bumrah, Mitchell, Samarik Weera, um, Santner, Cummins, Matushenka, Yadav, Van der Dusen. I went Maxwell, Decock, Shami, Kutsia, Warner, Marsh. Jadeja, Aya, Miller, Maharaj, Janssen. Had a very South African flavour. Flavour, yeah. Very. Um, which so means I'll probably do really well right until I need to do well and then I won't. <laughs> You'll get to the semi-final for sure. <laughs> um, and then you went uh, Townie, Coley, Sharma, Zampa, K.O. Rahul, Gil, Rashid Khan, Stark, Markram, Hazelwood, Labashane, and Nishram. And I just want to throw out there that I would definitely have taken Scott Edwards as my wicketkeeper if I couldn't have got to cop because that guy... Scotty Edwards, eh? From, from the Netherlands. Yeah. I think he led his side really well. I mean, they picked up, what, two, two, two wins? wins? Yeah. Two yeah. wins in this World Cup. Batted really well down the order. He would have going to, he was going to be my like late order pinch hitter, sort of batting six or seven, yeah. and but I couldn't have got to cock batting up the top. So yeah, that's like my it. one shout yeah. out to uh, sort of I don't want to say Minnow. Minnow seems very disrespectful for a team that's uh, not finished last in a yeah. World Cup and beat England and beat England. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Oh, sorry, did I laugh at them? Yeah. Um, all right, and before we finish off, I know we've been going for a little while, but let's go. What do we think our team of the tournament is? Who are our openers of the tournament? Um, I, I can't go past Travis Head and Rohit Sharma. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to get Decock in there somewhere because who are you picking to keep if you don't pick Decock? Kale Rowell. Kale Rowell. Sorry, sorry, yeah, mate. Sorry, buddy. No, he, he's had a wonderful career. Uh, um, he had four hundred. Like, uh, yeah, but uh, the argument I can make against them, and like, I'm happy to lose. I just want to throw this out there. Head played half the tournament was fe- spectacular. Don't get me wrong. Deserves the 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 nomination. Sharma didn't score a lot of hundreds. He got off to a quick start, really high strike rate. But Decock batted at 108 strike rate, so it's not like he was dropping anchors and scoring runs either. So that's no. just I'm throwing out there. But no. if I'm losing, I'm losing. Are, are, we, I'm ha- are we having this Indian one-day international I'm, I'm not making this debate. debate. If you guys think yeah. Head and Sharma, I'm happy to go there. But uh, By the I, way, I went to the stewards during the week. Yeah. Sharma is now in, so wag out. Of that one-day international team. Okay. Yeah, that's so what I... has gone. That's what I said in the yep. first place. <laughs> Sharma's in, so we get. That, that, Stewart's, that's 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 Stewart's a rule. Cool. I'm going to edit that. Are you, are you okay now? I'm happy now. <laughs> it's like, I've just put this thing in where we've uh, left out Rowan Sharma. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did we do that? Um, um, no, oh, look, no. Sharma um, and Travis, for yep, me. Um, cool. Both did it when it mattered. Both... Um, Electrifyingly brilliant, um, big hitters, and yeah, and Travis also showed up with the ball a few times as well. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, and, cool. And, like I yeah. said, I'm happy to get there. I just had to shoot my shot with yeah. Quinton de Kock, which meant we Sharma could have would go close to being my captain as well. You know, in that in this side. Yeah. Uh, number three is of course Virat Kohli. Yeah. Uh, well, there's going to be no argument there. The guy yeah. was supreme. Four. Who are we thinking? Mm. I was leaning towards Daryl Mitchell at four. I thought he was very, very good for New Zealand throughout yeah. his entire tournament. Yeah, I, I was actually probably leading towards someone like a Markham. 
Uh, Mitchell's much better tournament than Markram. Markram was good, but Mitchell's got three or four hundreds in Yeah, but I think, and... I think four is too high for Mitchell. Yeah, like Mitchell's I, got about five. Well, I nine. still think Ayer had a better tournament than both of them. Cool. Okay, so Shayus Ayer. Um, so like, then we've got a – Rahul can't bat any lower than five, so that's where he's got to bat then if yeah. we're picking Rahul to be Yeah, Mitchell can bat at six, no problem. Yeah, I don't I, 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 do you reckon Mitchell's explosive enough to yeah. to bat six? I think yeah. that's well, I think that's probably got to be Maxi. Maxi's got to well, bat six you, for you. Oh, well, I'd sw- I'd probably swap. Maxi's oh, been batting seven. Well, I, I'd pro- well I'd I'd probably swap Mitchell and KL. Have KL bat six, and well, you'd you'd fl- you'd go between KL and Maxi for that six spot. So you'd have them at six and seven, but you could use them in either. Oh. So or then we're, we're just going the four specialist bowlers then. So then yeah. we've got, well, Shammy will be one. Yeah. Zamps will be one. Uh-huh. Shammy, Zamps. Kutsuya. And Boomer. And Boomer. Kutsuya and Boomer. That, yeah. gives, that means we're going in with one specialist spinner and Glenn Maxwell. We're happy yeah, with that. And Travis, and Travis and Head. Head. And Travis Head. So Jadeja and... Virat Kohli bowled. <laughs> that was very, very good strike rate, Virat. Yeah. So with the ball. that's what we reckon. We're going with that. I think so. All right, so that would mean our lineup is Head, Sharma, Coley, Ayer, Mitchell, K.O. Rahul, K.O. Rahul, Maxi, Maxi, and then Kutsia, probably. Yeah, yeah. Shammy, Shammy, Zamps, and Boomer. I think that's fair. And David Miller, 12th man. Because he's an excellent fielder as well. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's such a gun. He's such a gun. <laughs> yeah. um, there we go. That's our World Cup episode. Thank you for putting up with us for so long. Hope you enjoyed the draft. I um, hope you've enjoyed the uh, our best 11 that we put for the tournament. I think that's a fairly fair representation. There's quite a lot of Indians, and they were spectacular mm. throughout the tournament. We'll get that but, up on Facebook, won't we, and yeah. get people to yeah, chat we'll about chuck, it. We'll chuck it up on I want to get into a barb with someone yeah. on oh. Facebook. There's yeah. nothing yeah. better than that. I'll put yeah. our. I'll I've put got our, one happening right now, actually. I'll put our team. <laughs> I'll put our teams up, and I'll also put um, the um, what we think the overall team of the tournament is. Get it up there, listening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whose team would win out yeah. of our three? That's put it. that poll up. Ah. Oh, yeah. that interesting. Cool. I'll get my family to vote. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably vote for you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's our episode done. We've got plenty more cricket. It's just, it's ramping up. We've got, funny enough, we've got a T20, T20. series against the Indians starting pretty much straight away. Uh, we've got the Big Bash getting nearer. Shield cricket's going on. The Australian summer is about to kick Super in. Super coach, sleep. people. Super coach. Yeah, we'll have to start a two slips in the Gully League. Yeah, league again. Yeah. For sure. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I hope you're enjoying number six as much as we are. I don't care what country you're from. I hope you're just enjoying Australia's number six come as much on, as we are. Aussie, come on, come on. Come on. Come on, Aussie. Come on. All right, guys. Until next time. Over. Sports Social Podcast Network.